I'm so, so excited today because we have crazy topics. I, I never, I never see nobody talking about this. It's very, very difficult to find uh, people talking about this topic. And we have a professional for this topic. She's a pioneer in the vegan ethical fashion. Uh, she's, I believe, the, the first uh, who create a vegan and ethical fashion runway. I never saw one before when nobody was even talking about veganism. She was here, so I'm very excited to have her. Uh, I'm going to add her right now. Her name is Sika Schmitz. Hello, Sika. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well today. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to get to talk with you today. Yeah, yeah, especially this topic. Like I say, uh, I made some research because I wanted to make sure I am going to ask the right questions and everything. And um, and actually, it was very difficult to find. Uh, and this topic is, wait, I create a banner here. Healing through fashion. Mm -hmm. So there's many different ways to, to say that, but healing through fashion. So healing your body, healing your soul, healing your mind. So we're going to talk about how you can heal uh physically your body through fashion how you can heal uh psychologically and uh, spiritually am i right <laughs> yes i'm so excited these are all my favorite topics <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so maybe first can you tell a little a little more about you about uh, your brand about uh, the nonprofit you create like everything so people can know exactly who you are <laughs> yeah okay so who am i um <laughs> I have always worked in fashion in one way or another. I went to fashion school for fashion design. Like I always knew I wanted to be in fashion, but I didn't ever think about the ethical side of it. I just thought, oh, it's pretty, it's glamorous. I love clothing. That's what I want to do. So I went to fashion school and I ended up kind of pivoting into costume design for film and television, which I did for many years in Los Angeles, which um, wasn't my original plan, but I'm so happy I ended up going up that route because what's interesting about costume design is it's very psychological. It's about why characters wear what they're wearing, what the stories are they're telling about their clothing. Like nothing you see on on a TV screen or on you know a big uh, um, or in a movie that wasn't chosen accidentally. Like these things are very carefully chosen to tell stories and to tell stories about who these characters are and they make specific choices about their clothing. So I got really into the psychology of fashion through costume design. And then through just my own life journey, ended up getting into the, the ethics of fashion um, through the Rana Plaza collapse, through um, my own experience with grief and death, which led me into veganism. And, and so kind of have been on this long journey of bringing all these pieces into fashion, into this thing that I love. And through that, I created Beat and Real, which started out as um, an e-commerce website um, almost six years ago at this point where I was selling vegan and fair trade fashion and over the years pivoted into um, a, a blog and an affiliate network marketing platform. And, and now it's really moving into more classes and workshops around healing and fashion. And, and through that, I started Impact Fashion around the same time, almost six years ago, um, which was a vegan and uh, fair trade fashion show in Los Angeles and um, still going. We just had our virtual event last month. And um, I, just, I just want to emphasize on something because yeah. I want people to realize that it's been three years that we all talk about vegan fashion, uh, ethical fashion, but you started six years ago when nobody was talking about it. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, well, thank you. I mean... You know, I think a few people were maybe trying, but I, I definitely there were no, there wasn't a lot happening in the space when I jumped in. That's for sure, and that's why I felt called to do it. To be honest, is that 
um, it was something I was interested in and I felt like nobody was talking about it. And sometimes it's like, well, if no one else is doing this, then I have to do it. Right. right. Like if someone needs to do it and, and I see it, that it's not happening, sometimes we have to be the ones that jump in and do it. Mm, yeah, I totally agree. And um, yeah, so maybe, uh, so again, healing through fashion. So maybe we should start uh, with what you were doing because maybe it comes from there, uh, the costume. So yeah. the fact that when you wear a costume, you become a new character that help people to become a new character. Yes. So psychologically, that must help them. So do you feel, do you think that we can heal through fashion psychologically with the clothes we wear? Absolutely. I mean, you know, there was the, or maybe you don't know, there was this saying um, when I was working in film and television, that, like the, the characters created in the fitting, because it's like the moment the actor puts on their clothing, they almost become a different person. Like they get in character, they may start walking differently or talking differently. Like these things have profound effects on us. And fashion is intensely psychological. Um, it's marketed to us in ways that make us feel certain ways, um, which could be a lot of feeling really bad about ourselves and trying to buy fashion to feel better about ourselves um we're told i mean it's very psychological about you know why you should or shouldn't be wearing things i mean even the fact that we wear clothing i mean that's just a man-made psychological structure right mm. <laughs> um so part of what i see with fashion is um as far as healing psychologically it's it's sort of getting rid of the messages i think fashion is inundated with you know certain body types certain types of people that we see repeatedly um, in advertising and marketing on social media that are sort of the icons of fashion. So first, it's like, it's kind of healing our relationship with what fashion and fashionable people are supposed to look like and, and becoming accepting of who we are and our own fashion choices and what makes us feel good versus what we're being told we're supposed to wear. So there's mm -hmm. that. And then it's also, it's an interesting psychological exploration of like, who am I? And then it, like, who am I and how do I tell that story with my clothing? You know, like, why do you, why do you choose to wear what you're wearing? And, and diving into mm -hmm. like, is this actually me or is this just something I inherited from advertising or is this just what I was told through my culture? You know, it's like, I can't answer that for any specific person, but fashion's deeply psychological. And a lot of us are making choices that we're not even consciously aware that we're making. And so reclaiming this ability to decide like, well, what do I want to wear? You know, right. what, what is actually my style versus what's trendy or what I'm told I'm supposed to wear based on my body type, you know? Yeah. And, and when I think about that, I like the first thing that come in mind is uh, a shirt that I had since I'm uh, a kid, you know, and it was like a XL, like a very large shirt. And now it should probably fit me. And I feel like if I wear this shirt, I will feel safe because that will remind me like oh. when I was a kid and I was at home and, you know, so I, I, really understand that that psychologically can make you feel better it's like when you stay home if you decide to dress up and go out you will feel better and um and yes yeah, so psychologically you can there's really like a way to heal yourself through fashion yeah absolutely and and also like you said about using fashion that can make you feel safe or make you you know that has a really good memory attached to it you know mm. it, it's not just what we're looking at it's the whole story behind it and it's the story of how it makes us feel and that can be like a literal feeling like sometimes fabrics are really itchy and that doesn't make us feel good but also mm. like a psychological feeling like what is the memory associated with this um you know what what do you feel like who do you feel like when you're wearing this yeah yeah or, or you can you can have maybe also the opposite like if it was in a moment of your life that was mm -hmm. like a, a difficult 
wearing yeah. the same clothes can maybe like uh, bring you those memories again or yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely <laughs> I mean I've noticed throughout my own life you know after certain major events I can't wear the same clothing like even stylistically it's like that's not me anymore that doesn't resonate mm. anymore or has like it's just the, the color feels wrong or it's too closely tied to certain things so it's our fashion like I mean, it's deeply embedded in, in us in ways that we're not always, like I said, consciously thinking about, but it's there whether we're thinking about it or not. And mm. and and it's part of what I really would love to encourage people to do is just to get more in touch with, again, like, how does this make you feel versus you're told how it's supposed to make you feel? Like, how does it actually make you feel versus what our culture and our marketing is telling you it's supposed to make you feel? Like, even if you're wearing, like, the most beautiful dress in the world, if you don't feel beautiful in it, it's not right, right? So wear whatever makes you feel good, makes you feel beautiful, regardless of the standards we're told uh, mm. we're supposed to live in or up to. So talking about those feelings, uh, like you, you were talking about different colors as well. Um, like before each color have a definition when we were uh, wearing a certain color, depending on which culture, it have a symbol behind. So this will maybe more uh, be like we might gonna go now in the spiritual uh, part of how you can healing spiritually so because colors always have definition for everybody and it's always different like uh, my perspective of blue will be probably different than your perspective of blue you know so wait first of all what will be your definition of spirituality energy through fashion how, how can you define this Mm, that's a really good <laughs> um, so to me, spirituality is connecting with something that is beyond us or greater than us, but also part of us. So, I mean, that could be, you know, God, that could be through a religion, but that could also just be nature or even like a sense of community could be spiritual, depending how right. you how you imbue it. But to me, spirituality is inherently about moving beyond the individual self into something bigger and greater than the individual. Um, and then as far as where fashion goes into that, I mean, I believe that everything is spiritual. Everything is made of energy and every choice we make is a choice into our spiritual path of who we are and what the world we want to create and, and the values that we live by. So inherently every day when we're buying or wearing fashion, we're making spiritual choices about, you know, like, what am I comfortable putting my money towards? What am I comfortable having on my body that's literally sitting on my body all day? And that can be colors, that can be fabrics, that can be um, uh, processes, that could be energies. You know, these are the fashion is something we're in all day long, right? right. So it's deeply tied to, um, especially if you believe in energy or if you believe even just that like you're with this all day, what, what do you want to be absorbing? Maybe literally exactly. or maybe energetically. <laughs> I actually saw, I love to use this example. I saw it was in a book. I, I won't be able to remember the, the book, but uh, it was a rabbi who took a, a photo of himself uh, with the, he was able to take a photo of the aura, you know, the aura, the yeah. like the energy, you know, that go out of, of you. And the color was very like a red, orange, you know, like a type. It was before he prayed. Then he made a, a prayer and they took the same photo and the color completely changed. It was more like a blue and more peaceful colors, you know. So I feel like that's kind of a proof that uh, the energy is here. The energy is, exists and, and, 
and this can probably uh, af affect your your life and your way of thinking. So do you believe if, for example, you buy a fast fashion that was made uh, by someone who uh, he's not even uh, getting paid uh, or, you know, who suffer and is not like, like in a, a good position, do you think that you you will bring this energy into your life by wearing those clothes? Um, absolutely. I mean, I don't know that I would say that, you know, you're like, you know, it's going to, well, well, I kind of do. So yes, I very much believe that everything is energy and this is just science, right? So regardless of the spirituality, like everything is made up of wavelengths and vibrations and our eyes and our ears, you know, they translate these into sounds and into things we see, but really on a, on a, on a base level, it's all just frequencies, vibrations, and wavelengths. So that, that is energy. And so mm -hmm. everything that we're doing and making is just, it's piecing together these different energies. So a fast fashion item that's made with this energy of exploitation and unhappiness and, um, you know, there's no love put into it. Of course not because this person is being exploited. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when that comes into our hands, the energy hasn't changed. It doesn't just dissolve because it's changed locations. So I very much do. And I, I mean, the deeper I go into this, the more sensitive I become to these. And I, I really can, I can feel, I didn't used to be able to feel this, but I, now it's like, I can feel when something has a heavier energy. Um, and so then if you think about that, then you're putting that on your body all day. What is that telling your body? Uh, but even just psychologically, what are you telling yourself about value? If, if you're like, well, another life doesn't really matter. Someone else's living livelihood doesn't really matter. I mean, so psychologically, I think it's impacting us. And then energetically, you're, you're wearing that. So I think there's really nothing good to be gained from fast fashion. Yeah, <laughs> Whether it's, uh, you know, psychologically, spiritually, or chemically. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so is, the, is there a way to learn how to understand those energy and to feel them by meditation? Or, or I, I don't know. I mean, definitely, you know, I, I think we're all inherently spiritual creatures and we can all tap into energy, but I think a lot of us haven't been told how to, but more than that, we've sort of been trained not to. A lot of us have been trained to be very disconnected and to not tap into the way things make us feel and into the subtle and to really pay more attention to the external versus the internal. So meditation is a great practice, especially... Mm -hmm. Um, somatic based meditations where you're really focusing on like what you're feeling on and in your body. So there's so many kinds of meditations. So all mm -hmm. of them are, are probably helpful, but definitely somatic based ones. Um, energy modalities. Um, I just finished uh, Reiki one training and that really, I mean, it, it surprised me how much just this one course changed my ability to feel energy in a whole new way. So even mm -hmm. just like a two day course, I felt different. So working with, I mean, and there's so many kinds of energy modalities, you know, you could do Reiki or, you know, different kinds of um, chakra or yoga work. I mean, all throughout history, different cultures and different people have had different ways of working with energy. So you can find whatever works for you. There's not just one path. Yeah. Um, you could even look into your ancestors and be like, what did my ancestor do to connect with energy and see if that resonates mm -hmm. with you? If it was meditation or if it was movement or if it was dance or if it was, you know, Reiki, whatever it might be. But, um, yeah. but I think it's partly practice. And then it's also, um, it's playing with it, you know, learning, learning to play with energy and just being open to it. And when you're more open to it, if you're like close to it, you're not going to find it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I really feel it's that you, you need to open your mind to it. Uh, and I don't know why I have this example who come in my mind. We 
uh, I, I went to a, a garden where we had to take photos of uh, birds and uh, and learn to to identify different birds. And after this event, I was, every time I was going outside, I was like, oh, there's a bird here. And before, I will not even realize that there was a bird here. <laughs> and I feel it's kind of the same. When you start to open your mind to it, you, you're ready to act. To, to receive those energy and to more understand what's happening with it. And uh, yeah. and and it's all connected because it can then help you psychologically to understand why you feel that way psychologically. Yeah. Oh, so. definitely. I mean, for me, this path has really, it's just brought clarity. Whereas a lot of times I maybe didn't understand why I felt some a certain way about something or even why I thought a certain way about something. Um, and it's really helping me piece piece together you know what's real for me like what is my mm. truth versus again like what we've just sort of told and are supposed to accept yeah so also i wanted to emphasize on something that i already know your answer and uh, it's just that i feel it's important to talk about it what about animal products yes <laughs> i that's so important i mean for me i, I think that's honestly one of the biggest reasons to go vegan. I mean, of course, for the animal, of course, for the environment, of course, for all of this, but it's just that, you know, and there are no animal products that are taken by the animal willingly, willingly giving its body, whatever part that might be. Exactly. So it's all inherently infused with this exploitive, heavy energy. And if you're consuming that, then that lives in your body. So you're basically taking um, this, this thing that's not even meant for us, like milk, and then you're, and it has this heavy energy, and then you're putting it in your body where it sits heavily in you. And so then you feel heavy, and then you have a harder time even connecting to, um, to what it's, it's like it drags you down into it. And then you become kind of like stuck in the darkness of, I really do. I believe that by giving up meat and dairy and eggs, like it totally changes your energy because you're not, you're not sitting in that pain and exploitation and, and heaviness. And I mean, I, I think a lot of people could use the word darkness. I've been trying to get away from like the darkness lightness dichotomy, but I mean, it's, mm. it's, it's not energy that feels good to me. And I mean, the whole reason I even went vegan was this, realization that it made me feel the eating animal products made me feel disconnected you know and i think the more you consume you continue to feel disconnected mm. so talking about this disconnection um how would you explain that some people will actually feel when they wear leather silk or whatever this feeling of you know they will feel like powerful because they were taught that mm. uh, leather it make you feel powerful and all this and how, um, like, when where, where is the, the, the place where we, we draw the line to tell them, like, stop, now you're going too far. Take time to understand that those energy are negative. Those chemicals using in, in leather and all these are very bad for your body. Uh, like, do you feel that the mind can be stronger than your, your spirituality? You know, you know where I'm going? <laughs> it's very hard to talk about this topic. <laughs> No, well, you're doing a beautiful job. Um, and I, I, yes, absolutely. I mean, our, our minds are very powerful. Our minds shape our reality. So, I mean, it's the whole reason when they're doing experiments, a lot of times we do a placebo to overcome, you know, what, what is just psychological and what's real. So when we believe that like leather makes us powerful or eating animals makes us, you know, like oh, strong yeah. or whatever it is that you believe, I mean, you can convince yourself of that for sure. But you, I think the other thing to come back to is like, 
what what is power and why do you want to feel that and what is true mm -hmm. power is power over the same as power with no i mean for me they're no. not and the other thing i've found is that a lot of the things that we can convince ourselves of have a a shelf life like they eventually expire like we can't convince ourselves of things forever that aren't true we can try we can mm -hmm. try really hard but eventually it's gonna it's going to start to feel false and it takes a lot more energy to convince yourself of it. And then it takes more energy to convince yourself of it. And at some point it's just easier to, to stop trying to fool yourself. And so, you know, if people feel really strong wearing leather, I would say, you know, again, piece that out, like meditate in that, sit in that. And like, what, what do the, what does power and strength mean to you? What does it look like? And what does it feel like in your body? And what is a sustainable version of it? Not a temporary version of it that you, you know, if you mm. have to wear, if you have to wear the skin of another, of another animal to feel powerful, can you find a power that isn't tied to something like that? That's, that's, that's ongoing. There, there are ongoing strengths and powers that we can tap into that aren't required to be like wearing a certain kind of animal, you know? Mm. So in the, in the same, um, topic, what about people saying, for example, black Lives matter, woman empowerment, and, and those t-shirts are made in country where, uh, women don't have, have no rights or they, yeah. they don't get paid or, do, yeah. do you feel that subconsciously this can affect uh, their energy, their positivity, their message, actually? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a really, that's a really um, interesting thing to bring up because it's really rampant in fashion is where it'll, you know, yeah. like a t-shirt will say one thing, but yeah. it will be do another, will have been made in completely opposite um, standards. Mm. And I do think that impacts us because first of all, I think it comes back to this disconnection where if we're only looking at the surface, if we're only looking at the message and not what's behind it, I mean, that's kind of the whole problem with everything, right? We're looking at mm. the surface of ourselves and not behind it. We're looking at the surface of each other and not behind it. Um, so it's like the, the epitome of the superficiality is just what we see on the front. Exactly. Um, and I do the energy affects it because even if it says like you know feminist but it was made by a woman who was not even paid a living wage like that mm. energy is going to impact us and every time we wear it we're going to know even on the deepest most subtle level that mm. like it's it's hypocritical it's not true exactly um, and and coming back to that psychology where if you her even that connection it's like when you when i know where something was made and how it was made it makes me feel really good to wear it so if i wear like a feminist t-shirt that i know was made by a woman who was paid a living wage and had safe working conditions like i can psychologically feel good about that i can energetically feel good about that and um and the message is true which brings me closer to my truth and my alignment and my integrity which um which is part of my spiritual path mm. So another question, talking about spirituality. <laughs> I have many questions with no answer, so I'm so happy to, to have you here and to be able to ask you all these questions. Um, so after looking at all the different fabrics, all the different uh, material we can use in fashion, I realized that the best is to not producing and to, uh, like the more ethical way to consume will be to buy uh, secondhand. Yeah. But what about the energy in those clothes? You don't know who were uh, like had these clothes before, you know? Maybe they totally. should be a place like that, like uh, like like different person who had these clothes before, and see how it impacts people with their energy, you know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 
No, I love that. I love that because I buy mostly secondhand. Um, and so what I do, and this is just what works for me, is I actually made um, an energy spray. So I, I took like moon water or I charged it overnight under a full moon. And I put in um, lavender and different herbs that I feel are cleansing and a little bit of salt. And I just, I spray anything that I get. Anything that comes into my house, actually, not even just secondhand. Like literally <laughs> anything that comes into my house, I spray it with this. <laughs> so if I go to your house, you will, you will spray yeah, me? Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of ways of cleansing. I mean, you can use smoke, you can, but I, I just like the spray better because I just I feel like if it's just smoking up my house all the time. <laughs> so I just I just cleanse it and I, I set an intention around it that like whatever this clothing had been through before is released. And technically, I mean, here's the thing. You could do that with fast fashion too. But to me, it's about the intention where it's like I'm buying secondhand because I'm trying to not contribute to a problem, right, mm -hmm. of over overproduction, overconsumption. Yeah. And then I'm cleansing away the past. It's a little bit different than maybe like I'm buying this thing that I probably don't need that was made by someone who's exploited and I'm trying to cleanse away that past. It's just a different intention. Um, but energy is movable and malleable. We're not stuck with it. So that's the good okay. thing. Um, yeah, like do some, you know, get us, make a smudge stick and smudge it with smoke or make a fun spray and spray it down and set just your intention that this is now like, clean and clear of whatever happened before and it's now in your energy so there is a way to clean in an energy way <laughs> like totally. and, okay oh, I didn't yeah. that. <laughs> and it's important i think energetic hygiene is kind of like the under talked about thing right now is like energy right. is everywhere around us and in energetic hygiene I mean, we wash our most of us shower you know most days mm. <laughs> um we should be doing energetic showers too. So um, again, there's so many ways to do it. You can do it. Um, smoke is really common in a lot of cultures. Um, although I would say, so if you're going to do a smoke cleanse, um, Palo Santo and um, white sage are really common, but I'd really encourage you not to use those because um, one is endangered and the other is really sacred to indigenous cultures. And unless you're part of that culture, sh we shouldn't be using it. So mm. find your own you know, like I, I pull rosemary out of my garden and I dry it and it makes a perfect, a perfect smoke stick and you just light it up and the smoke clears away the energy. Um, a lot of cultures have histories of these, of certain plants that they really believe help clear energy and find what your ancestors used. Your ancestors used some way, I promise. Um, but again, you can do sprays with different waters, like moon waters with different herbs. Um, salt is very cleansing, or you can just do energy. Like when I, I've been shaking Reiki, I can just, you know, I can call in Reiki, I can feel it in my hands and in my body, and I just cleanse things with it. And I, I can feel the difference. But is there, do you feel there is a, I'm, I'm going a little deep with, with that, but do you feel there is an evolution as well with the energy? For example, if you think of religion, uh, they will used to uh, sacrifice an animal uh, mm -hmm. to purify or whatever. And I feel now that 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 wouldn't make sense to kill a living being to you know to like that won't bring any positivity in your life to do that you know yeah. so do do you feel that it's mainly what you feel or what people experienced before and that's such a good question <laughs> you know I think in the end we all have to listen to our our guidance inside because you know a lot of things in the world have been done a certain way for a long time. That doesn't mean it's right or it's okay. It just means it's how mm -hmm. it's been done. 
Um, and having said that, there are things, I mean, this is just what I believe, but I believe that things get imbued with energy. So, um, like, uh, I don't know why I'm drawing blanks, but like, you know, in Catholicism where they drink the wine and they take the, the, the bread and the body, the, the body of Christ, yeah. I can't think of the word. That's been done for so long that I feel like it's been imbued with a lot of energy. And so yeah. I do think it's powerful. But again, coming back to like, what is power and how do you want to use it? So I think okay. things that have been done for certain ways for a long time, they have a lot of power and they do have a lot of magic for a lack of a better word. But that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it if it doesn't feel right to you. It doesn't mean it's also, even though it's very powerful, it might not be right or ethical either, right? Like something could yeah. have been done, animal sacrifice could have been done for generations, for thousands of years, that it could be very powerful. It could even work because of the energy that's been imbued in this belief, but that doesn't mean it's right. And it's especially not right if it doesn't feel right to you. Mm. Um, so I think it's, it's, in the end, it all comes back to like, you have to know yourself very deeply to know well, what you're okay with. Yeah, that's why I was thinking self-awareness. And when you understand who you are and where you want to go and what your values yeah. are, then yeah everything yeah. can connect in more easily actually i have this story uh like that that's why i truly believe in that because i have many stories like that that happened to me i'm gonna tell you a little bit about my life right now <laughs> I, love I bought this uh it was like a like like a little thing with ceramic and, and magnet and different stones inside and that is supposed to bring you positive energy and someone gave me that and uh, after a while uh, like at the at the beginning, it helped me to sleep. And after a while, I, I felt a little bad with this thing. I don't know why. And I was like, maybe I just need to, to wash it. And for some reason, I, I won't be able to explain why, I put it inside cold water and I put some salt. Now, I really don't know why I put some salt. And then I was like, wait, maybe I'm doing something crazy. Let's check online how I'm supposed to do it. And actually, the way to do it was to put cold water and salt, which is really... Oh. Yeah. So I, I feel like... At this moment, I, I truly take, took the time to, to connect with this object and to feel, and, and it that's the proof that it works, I believe, yeah. That's amazing. And I love <laughs> that you just intuitively listen to yourself because I really believe we all have this innate knowledge in us of how to do these, you know? Mm -hmm. that, like I said, we've become very disconnected with our digital world, with, I mean, there's a lot in our culture that disconnects us from ourself. And, probably very intentionally, but, but we do have this innate understanding of how to cleanse things and how to care for things. Like it's part of being part of this, this, um, you know, this symbiotic world that we're in. And mm -hmm. I love that you just knew what to do. Cause I do that a lot too, where I will just be like, well, I feel like I'm supposed to do this with this. I don't know why. And it's not what the books recommend, but I'm just going to do it. And if it feels good, do it. Like if you want to cleanse something with us, you know, one way, do it and if you want to do it another way do that mm. a lot of it's our intention too so it's like everything is energy but if we have a really strong intention that that imbues the salt or the water with a lot mm. so i have another question again <laughs> so self-awareness okay is i'm sure many people who are listening right now they're like oh yeah it makes sense but what about um judgment your your self-awareness can change because of the judgment you're afraid that someone thinks something about what you're doing so subconsciously you're going to do it in another way so how can you remove judgment from 
your journey of knowing yourself? Yeah, that's a really good question. But that, I think that is the ultimate, the ultimate goal of self-awareness is to remove the external factors that are influencing you so you can get to your truth. Um, and so that is other people's judgment. That is what our culture tells us. That is what advertising tells us. I mean, all these different things are deeply ingrained in us basically since we're born right like we've been told what everybody else thinks about everything and how we're supposed to be and so to me meditation helps a lot but there's there's many paths but it's really about going very deeply inward and being like what do i want who am i what do i believe as opposed to like what this other person thinks and one of the things i've really come to realize is that even people who I think are deeply spiritual and I respect a lot, like they have different beliefs than I do or different opinions or different paths than I do. So I don't know that any one of us is necessarily more right than the other. And even if somebody like, you know, there's a lot of things that I found work really, really well for me on this path. And they probably might not work for somebody else because it's a, it's a deeply individual. So I think letting go of other people's judgments is like the most important thing because yeah. whether it's a positive or a negative influence they're bringing onto you, in the end, only you can find your truth. Only exactly. you can know who you are. Yeah, I, I find it being very like... Like what worked the best is to not listening both, because people uh, they they always listen to both of the judgment, the positive and the yeah. negative. And yeah. I believe that that because they believe too much to the positive, that yeah. the negative can infect them. Yeah, well, yeah. it's even like with veganism. Like the first time I went vegan, it was because I read a book, which was all you know. I felt very judged that I. I wasn't mm. vegan, and I yeah. felt really bad, and I wanted to go vegan. And I couldn't stick with it because I was doing it from a place of trying to live up to somebody else's standards. And mm -hmm. it wasn't until I got deeply in touch with my own reasons for being vegan and my own beliefs and my own self that I went vegan and it was super easy and seamless. And I've been vegan for, you know, almost eight years now and will be forever. But when I was trying to do it from a place of someone else's opinion or judgment, I just couldn't, it couldn't last. Yeah. So it has to come from within, whether it's the positive or the negative influences you're getting. Yeah, and this is why, unfortunately, we have uh, some influencers that become vegan for the trend and because they didn't become for a real reason, mm -hmm. then they stop being vegan and that make a lot of drama. <laughs> so listen to yourself and understand why you should be vegan. And actually, we have a beautiful comment. I love this conversation. Energy is everywhere and we feel those connections once we take a moment and breathe and just feel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and can I thank, thank you. So one of the things I want to say really quickly is the word feeling, because I think this gets really confusing for people because we have a lot of different feelings. Like we have the sensations, like we feel something on our skin. And then we have feelings like our emotions, which are an intangible that are inside of us. And then we have what I would call even the third one, which would be like intuition. So we're like, a knowingness, a feeling. And I actually feel like in me that lives a lot in my gut and my body. But um, as much as we want to tune into the energy of our feelings, it's being careful of knowing what feelings we're tuning into. Cause like our emotions are just all over the place. Those are kind of things we can just let do what they want, but it's, mm. It's the deep feeling of knowingness, of intuition, of, of spirituality, of connection, which is a little bit different than just, oh, I'm feeling happy or I'm feeling sad. It's a different kind of feeling. And so piecing out, like, what does this word feeling even mean? 
Yeah. So how how do you think we can identify those different type of feeling? Because the feeling about the touch, okay, this it's easy to yeah. identify because it's physical. But what about yeah. make the difference with the psychological yeah. feeling and the uh, spiritual? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's it's practice, and it's something I wish that we were taught, you know, in our culture at a young age. And we had a, you know, but a lot of us are jumping in much later. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it was meditation that helped me a lot, and, and a lot of meditation. Like this was not one meditation session. This is like years mm -hmm. of meditating helped me sort of start to identify like what's an emotional feeling and what's a spiritual feeling. And they are different, but I, it's not something that I can give you a list of like, here's the five ways to tell. It's something mm -hmm. you have to practice and, and then play with, you know, make a decision based on what you think is a feeling and see what happens. <laughs> and to, based on where that goes, you might be like, Oh, maybe that, maybe I read that wrong. Maybe that was just an emotion that I was reacting to. Yeah. And then do differently next time. Yeah, this can work a lot with art as well. Maybe look yeah. some art, some paint, some music and, and try to yeah. identify what feelings it gives you like uh, physically and spiritually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's such a beautiful way of putting it. And maybe that is it. Is maybe it's like for me, and this is just the way I view it, is like to me emotions are kind of like in me. It's a feeling that's in me. Whereas um, art or spirituality or these different things, they kind of come through me. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. And so it's a different way of connecting. Whereas I know that the emotions are just kind of these things that are running rampant and will change. Whereas the 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 intuition, it kind of comes through me, or the art, it comes through me. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a very, very good way to explain that. The psychological way will go from inside out. From inside, it's something you want to express out. Yeah. And the spiritual, it's actually something that you receive. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful way of putting it. <laughs> okay, I will, I will try to pay more attention to that. And uh, yeah, so really quick, because I try to keep uh, this event a little short, even this dystopia, I can, we can have like a five-hour event just for dystopia. <laughs> so we talk about spirituality and, um, uh, and uh, psychologically, sorry. <laughs> So what about physically, like yes. wearing uh, organic uh, versus wearing chemicals, you know, like leather full of chemicals and especially leather because then it's heavy. So it makes you sweat, you open your pores and you put those chemicals directly into your skin. Uh, the same way when you put cream, you know, you put directly to your skin. So, yeah. so is there a way to heal with that as well? Very much. And that's such a good question. Um, yeah, so our clothing is all made of something. And especially these days, it's usually made of things that are um, synthetic, that are petroleum based, that are filled with pesticides and insecticides mm. and various chemicals. And that doesn't go away just because we wash it once. Like these are like deeply embedded in the fabrics. And so we're absorbing it. And, and a lot of people get very sick off of it. I mean, there's people who actually have like allergies to these, but I think on all right. of us have some reaction to it, even if we're not having like a rash from it. Hmm. Um, and so I think being really mindful about what you put on your skin is so important. I mean, just physical health because you're absorbing this all day. And even when I buy secondhand, I mean, I can't always, but I do look for secondhand organic clothing when I, when I can, because it's like, even if I can clear away the energy and even if I know secondhand is better for the, um, the environment, it's still, mm. if it's filled with chemicals, it's not doing me any favors. Right. Yeah. Um, so I would say 
natural fibers are always your best bet. Of course, vegan natural fibers. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and when you can do organic natural fibers, that's really the best because uh, the dyes, the, the textiles, the fibers, like these can be really chemically laden. And when we look at all the health issues around us, I'm not surprised between our food and our fashion, our bodies are just inundated with things that we're not meant to handle. So now I have an ultimate question. Let's say I, I don't care all this. I don't care about fashion. I just, but whatever I find the cheapest, I'm just going to take and wear it. So you have two minutes to convince me to combine my body, my soul, and my mind into those clothes uh, to heal uh, and to help me to uh, be more success in my life. Because to me, success is being happy to do whatever you do every day. So yes. you have two minutes to convince me. What would you say? <laughs> oh my gosh, so much pressure. Okay. <laughs> to me, here's the thing, is that ultimately I believe we all want to be happy. You know, we, we want to feel fulfilled. We want to feel peaceful. We want to feel satisfied. And I promise you, if you could buy your way into happiness, if you could have the closet, your dream closet, your way into happiness, if you could buy the next piece and bring happy, I would have already done it. I've had a lot of clothing in my life. I've had access to a lot of clothing through my various careers. There is no amount of fast fashion. There is no amount of anything in your closet that can make you happy. But, but when we turn the energy towards us, when we use our fashion to heal ourselves, whether that's by buying organic or whether that's by, you know, fair trade or vegan or working with energetic colors that feel good to us, these are actually more sustainable and like long-term paths towards peace. And mm. so it's like, even if you don't care about animals or workers' rights or the environment, most people care about the, themselves ultimately and about being mm. happy and peaceful. And this is a path towards being happy and peaceful in a long-term way, right? Like we all feel happy when we make that one purchase, but it dims really, really quickly. Like you go and you buy that dress and you feel really good for a day, but it dims. When you're working with fashion in a way of energy and of intention and with consciousness, that doesn't go away. That doesn't dim because that lasts long after the, the new feeling has worn off. That lasts if your body changes, that lasts, you know, no matter what. So get into the energy of fashion because it's good for your long-term well-being like you will be happier and it'll save you a lot of time and money and energy in the long run because you're not going to be chasing after something that is unattainable exactly you convinced me <laughs> Yay! okay <laughs> i don't think you were a hard sell i think you were probably <laughs> in this direction but um but yeah Actually, that's what I always say. We need to redefine veganism. We need to redefine success. We need to redefine sustainability. And to me, veganism, uh, and we had this conversation, so I know you think the same. Uh, we're all animal. So being vegan is uh, uh, taking care of all the animal, non-human, but as well humans. And when you combine all this and you combine all your values, because um, I, I always say I, I went vegan from a day to another, but my vegan state of mind took me maybe two years to realize that it was more than just a diet or, or what you wear. Um, I, I always say I never felt that successful in my life, um, not because of money or ego, because I don't have any, uh, like any of those yet, but because I wake up every day extremely happy of yeah. what I'm going to do for fake, for... Because I know that everything is in line with my values. And um, and I believe that uh, fashion can help you in that direction as well. 
So this is why yeah. it's very important to educate yourself. And this is why it's important. And now it's going to be your time. <laughs> I'm going to share my screen to show that you actually give classes, like yoga classes. And, and this can help as well to find happiness. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I have yoga, um, meditation. I, I have a lot more classes coming up in the end of the year as well. So uh, I do moon circles. To me, it's really about helping people connect with their bodies and their intuition and their spirits so that so that they can feel healing and they can feel peace. And um, I, I've been through a tremendously difficult year this past year. My son died last year and I truly feel like if I can find, you know, if I can find peace after going through such a loss, like I know it's yeah. possible really for anybody, you know? Exactly. But, yeah, but like it's, it's work. We have to work at it. We have to do these practices of whatever your practice might be. We have to dedicate ourselves to seeking this peace. Mm. So everybody should check it out. Uh, Bid and Real. Uh, am I pronouncing it right? Yeah, yeah perfect. <laughs> Bid and Real. It's my website. And then um, Impact Fashion. Um, we just finished for the year, but uh, we'll, the nonprofit will will have more in the future. And um, and yeah, you can you can find me for classes, workshops, all sorts of different things in the intersection of, of healing and fashion. Yeah, and actually you did the fashion show and you, you did a speech about what you just said. And that was very powerful and very inspiring because as you say if you can do it anybody can do it and uh, and thank you for being such a strong and powerful human being and uh, and hopefully people will listen to you as much as possible and will learn and dig deeper on who they are and what really matter in life and uh, yeah thank you so much do you want to add a little something well, I just want to say thank you for this amazing space you've created. And um, I've just, I've so enjoyed all these conversations we've gotten to have. You're creating such an amazing platform for, for interesting perspectives and stories. And it's all from such a beautiful and positive space. So thank you for everything you're doing in the world. Like, I appreciate thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. And I really hope people could, can see as well uh, this, that, um, you know, many people can think that we are kind of competitor because you know you you work in the vegan ethical fashion industry and i'm the same and it's actually the opposite that's what i was saying there's no money involved there's no ego involved we all love and i say it again but you already know if you need anything if i can help uh collaboration or whatever i will be more than happy to <laughs> same 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 truly this is how we move forward is by like connecting by doing things together and supporting each other and, and not viewing the world as 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 external and competitive by mm. taking power and bringing it together not taking power for ourselves exactly <laughs> so thank you so much everybody uh if you find a brand that you love the, don't be shy to ask them questions where do they manufacture what material they they use what energy they put inside just exactly. tell them <laughs> me, me honestly i have a brand as well you know with my brother and my dad the, the uh, backpack arsayo and if someone asks me this question i will be so happy to answer so trust me ask those questions people will be happy to answer to you you will create this connection with the brand and you will be happy to have to wear those brand those values and yeah thank you so much for being here <laughs> thank you it's lovely to see you <laughs>